Hi, welcome to episode 49 of Talk About the Passion. Careful with that axe. Today is a dive into the world of guitarists. Myself, along with my co-hosts Brian and Guy, discussed some of our favorite guitar players that aren't necessarily household names. Some of these obviously are, like uh, you know Robert Smith from The Cure and Andy Summers of The Police, but their guitar playing is often uh, overshadowed by the you know just the larger-than-life bands they're in and all of the you know famous songs. We get into guitar players from all over the spectrum, and like other episodes I've recorded with Brian and Guy, this was a blast to do. And listening back, you know, makes me proud to have these two doing these with me. They're so passionate about this stuff, and there's you know no bullshitting around. And it's always funny and serious and just it's awesome. So, you know, they like what they like and can talk about it for an endless amount of time, which is uh, what we want here. This episode was recorded last year sometime, I think maybe in the summer. And I've been holding on to it for no uh, real reason, except I'm just lazy sometimes. After seeing I only released 10 episodes in 2019, though, I decided I really want to try to make this a weekly thing in 2020. So far, I've released one episode in 2020, uh, the James Corey from uh, Malaya Rage. I'm releasing this one exactly a week later, and I uh, recorded one earlier uh, this evening that came out really good. Uh, that will be episode 50, and it will be out next Tuesday. I had a blast doing that one, and for listeners into you know the Boston music scene, especially you know hardcore and punk in the mid-'80s, uh, it's a must-listen. Uh, two hours, and uh, so some great stuff there, so... And that one, uh, him and I had been trying to uh, get together for a few months, so I was glad to make that happen tonight. Beyond that, I have a couple of uh, tentative episodes to record, including a discussion about Iron Maiden with another past guest, and uh, Brian and Guy, and uh, I will be getting together soon to record a few new ones, including another Rush one, especially with the news of uh, Neil Peart's death this uh, past weekend. Hey, would you like to be on an episode? Do you know someone who would? I'm looking to do some more uh, subject-specific stuff like this. Uh, if you have an idea for an episode that's not just me interviewing you, let's talk. I'm open to anything aside from, you know, political stuff I don't really do on here and uh, negative-themed episodes like, you know, top ten worst bands and that kind of thing. It's just too easy, and oftentimes it just turns into, like, ironic, uh, just silly shit. Anyway. If you want to come on, though, and talk about, you know, the second Boston album, Don't Look Back, for two hours, that's that's the kind of thing I'm looking for. A couple more things. I'm on social media, Facebook and Instagram. Search for me there and follow me for the most up-to-date information on the podcast. You can listen to me on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And uh, if you think about it and you're on Apple Music, uh, you know, hit the subscribe button and... Uh, if you like what you hear, or if you don't like what you hear, uh, leave a review. Uh, again, I thank you, the listener, for your support. Here we go with episode 49, Careful With That Axe. Hello there, we're here uh, at Brian's place. Hello. Uh, and tonight we are going to talk about guitar players that you uh, may not have heard of before, or you may do know, or are uh, are should be known as guitar players, but maybe you're known as something else, or yeah. you know, not known for being a guitar player, but yeah. you know, yeah. 
So there's a lot of underrated. Guitar, yeah, there's guys a lot of, that should come up in the conversation yeah. with great guitar players that nobody thinks about. There's a lot of great right. guitar players, and everybody knows who they are. Yeah. But yeah. there's yeah, a yeah, lot right. of great guitar players, and nobody knows who. Right. They are. Yeah. Or practically nobody. Right. Right. Yeah. But so Brian knows we, who they are. So yeah, I do. We'll start you know, with you. you know, and that's why we'll start with me. And you know, who we're going to start with. Yeah. Go. We're going to start with Billy Squire. No okay. kidding, really? Man, come on. Billy got the bad rap. You're going to have to convince me. Video. Right. Yeah. Right. Rock me tonight. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that video. <laughs> right. The video is the worst Wait, thing of Christian, all time. Wait, funny we go right to the video. We're like, oh, Wait, rock me tonight. Which right? in that retrospect, video. Right. which is one of the worst things in the world that, for that, Billy. The Richard Simmons But video, now right? in retrospect right. is actually one of the best things that's ever oh, yeah, happened. That, right, right. Right, right. But nonetheless, Billy Squires, uh, we were just talking a few minutes ago before we started about like greatest hits of comps. Mm. Yeah. I guarantee you, you know every note and every word of every song of all 13 tracks of Billy Squire's Pro- I probably do. You know, you you're know right Rock about Me that. Tonight. Yep. You know The Stroke. I do. Uh, you know um, Some Kind of Lover. Maybe. Some Kind of Lover. Oh, yeah, I totally My know that. Kind of My Kind of Lover. Yeah, right. Sorry, I know right? that. Yeah. That's emotions what I'm, and Motion. Emotions yeah, and see, Motion. That's funny that you say that. Yeah. Right? right? Underrated. The video, they made fun of him. It went away, right? And his guitar tone, think of the guitar attack on the stroke. Yeah. The riff is menacing, bro. So, but I never think He's of Billy awesome. Squire as a guitar player. But that's what I'm saying. That's my point. Is I, you, I, but you should. I agree. I, uh, think of, okay, just think of the songs you know, right? Right. And think of the guitar riff mm-hmm. and then tell me. I'm thinking there's got to be a guitar player think in Billy of the Squire's stro- band. Oh, it's Billy. I yeah. see. I, yeah. That's where I disconnect. Ba, right. Ba, da, right. Ba, ba, right. Oh, I love that guitar. Look, I right? mean, right? right. Yeah. And great tone right. that sounds like Billy Squire. Right. Yeah. Who yeah. sounds like Billy Squire? Nobody. I mean, underrated and to forgotten me, to and me marginalized. This, to I me, think. the Stroke is like a combination of like like uh, Pink Floyd's "The Wall," like we don't need no education, okay. and, and, and um, well, uh, Queen, like we will rock you, right? Okay, it's right. It's got that those elements of it. It's got that 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 big yeah, attack yeah. and stuff like that. How about, but I'm thinking it's got to be a band. So when it's just Billy, and it's not clear to me that he's the guitar player, right? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Then then I disconnect from it. If it had been the Billy Squire band, right. Or if it had, he'd been a, a band name, right? Like called Squire, Yeah, you weren't paying right? attention because it was just called yeah, Billy Squire. Right, I, I think that's but where... like uh, In the Dark? Oh, that, I, you know what? That's Jesus. my favorite Billy Squire song. I'm yeah. saying... Yeah, right. that's a, yeah, that's a good in one. The, Do you know his... The keyboard parts in that? Yeah. It's a great song. Yeah. See, you, uh, this, is, this is embarrassing. Awesome, yeah. So right? that's my call is yeah. Billy. Uh, Billy so is... So go back that's and a not, good only, call. not only go back and listen to Billy... No, that's a good call. Right? Yeah. But go back and listen to Billy and pay attention that every note to the of guitar, guitar is him. Yeah, so, fair enough. Yeah, yeah that's. Have a, you heard of his band Piper? Like yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and I don't know why I got on that when I was really young. Probably because he was like local, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. From from what like Revere or whatever. Right. right. Um, I just remember them showing that concert, that famous one, you know, mm-hmm. that you see the clips from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, late at night on like Channel Fifty Six. Right. Yeah. And I was like hooked when I was a kid. Nice. And then later. Nowadays, you're like, how come nobody pays attention to this dude? Nobody even cares anymore? Yeah. He made some of the best rock and roll records ever, and they're awesome, and people don't even know. All they know is, didn't he make some video where he looked like Richard Simmons? Right. right. Like, that's fucking lame. Flexicize. So, right. right. Like, so, glorious. you're up. It's a glorious video. Yeah. It is. It's a, now, yeah. in retrospect, bring oh, it. Oh, yeah. If I course. was him, I'd be on tour right now showing that on a screen yeah. behind <laughs> right. me. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, this true. one, so mine might be one that overlaps that I think we talked about before, but uh, uh, Robert Smith. Yeah, who, absolutely. Who is, you know. I agree 100%. He's obviously an iconic. Yeah, and. Cele- not celebrity, but musician. 
Absolutely. But you never think of him technically. I think like people a, think of him as he's the singer. Right. And maybe the next level is people know that he's the songwriter in terms of maybe not by that word, yeah. but they assume he's the brains, if you will, behind the cure. Yeah. He's the he's right. the John Fogarty of the cure. There, there's yeah. no cure but, without but Robert. But almost yeah. no, right. and but nobody that you really run into thinks of him as a guitar player. Yeah, and the he is yeah. astonishingly proficient guitar player. And he's the really good. The record that 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 sealed it for me too early on. With them was uh, "Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me." Yeah, yeah. it starts with that song, "The Kiss," that just has that long. Yeah, he's wide got a solo yep. at the beginning, and then such just... a um, completely unique thing going on. He doesn't sound like anybody else. Right. He's weird tonal choices that yeah. don't think they would make sense, but then they do. Right. Um, he plays the. Sometimes he always sounds to me that he's like he's playing the songs not on a on a guitar but like he's playing on the strings inside a piano right. or right. some yeah, his yeah. technique is more like a, like a player, percussive like like piano picking. thing or something yeah. yeah he does he picks it he's got picks a cool cool a thing yeah, yeah rather than strums um, I mean, and he plays some stuff that is deceptively difficult to learn how to play yeah. especially yeah. when you pay attention to what he's singing and how he's singing yeah. over it that his voice is a big you know what i mean he's he's one of those guys for sure i agree 100 yeah. percent yeah, and now, and now he's sitting with uh, you know the Cure, the other guitar players, Reeves Gabrels. Oh, okay. I don't know if you know that guy, but yeah, he's insane. Tin Machine and yeah, yeah, other, yeah, other yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, so he's the other. You know, and, and so the, those two guys on stage together. Right. That must be insane. Intense, yeah. And I think Robert Smith. Right, they've got um, quite the brain trust there. Like, yeah. we can really do some really interesting things yeah. with guitar. Yeah. Oh yeah. As well as with the Cure. I don't, band think, and, yeah, I don't yeah, feel yeah. like Robert Smith thinks of himself as a guitar player right, right. i don't know at all i really yeah, yeah. don't and meaning i not meaning i don't i don't feel like robert smith can't doesn't think he can play the guitar yeah I mean, what i mean is i don't think if you ask robert smith oh what do you do i don't think he says oh, i'm a guitar player right like In a the lot cure, of, he probably and, you know um and isn't that funny or, that you say that because a lot of my favorite guitar players and i put that in air quotes are guys who are or, or, or women but but women and men who serve the song first, right? right. And That's they happen I mean. to be phenomenal guitar players. Yeah. And you're like nobody yeah. realizes or recognizes this this singular talent. Right. But you're like, but they're a songwriter, so they're serving the song. But right. I mean, Jeff Buckley is <clears throat> is one of those guys that was just over talented. Yeah. Too much vocal, too much guitar, too much songwriting. He had it all, and, and it hit him really young. But as a guitar player alone. Take away his vocals and his songwriting. You're like the guy's got incredible technique and yeah, talent. Good, good job, As a vocalist yeah. alone, you could and songwriter, you could you could isolate him in three different ways. Robert Smith is like that to me too. You could say, yeah. well, he's a songwriter. Yeah, he's a, a front singer. front man and a singer yeah. in a band. Yeah, he's a guitar player. No, yeah, yeah, he actually is. Just he really just is, take yeah. take the vocals out, take the yeah. songwriting out, and just concentrate on the guitars for a yeah. couple albums, and you'd be like, what? If this guy was just a guitar player, if he yeah. didn't sing and he didn't if write he was it, the guitar player you'd be, in the band, you'd be, you'd be enamored of him. Yeah. You'd be incredibly exactly. like, this guy's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you guys listened to the live Susie and the Bantries album called? Uh, I can't remember the name, but he's the guitar player on it. No, yeah, I've I knew he, he, he was played with them early he on. Right? With Susie, yeah. but I've yeah. never. I don't think I might. I don't know the live album. Yeah. yeah, it's called Nocturne. I will though for sure. Yeah. Definitely yeah. gonna they, check they, it out. They, yeah, they cover uh, Dear Prudence. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. I remember fucking... her cover of that song for yeah. sure. Right? So it's it's cool to hear him. Not he's just he's he's, no, the he's a guitar player, player so right? Yeah. So it's interesting. That's yeah. he's definitely. I agree with that one hundred percent. He's definitely on my list. Yeah. Very good guy. What do you got? 
I've got all kinds of awful guitar players that nobody's, <laughs> Nobody ever, cares about, nobody's right? ever heard yep. of. Oh, let's, fucking, man. let's mock them. Yeah, lots of, lots of jazz guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah people. Sonny Sharrick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Fred Frith. Yeah. yeah, I know. A lot, a lot of stuff that, you know, I'm, I'm like, if there's three fans and I'm the number one guy who's keeping the website alive. You know? Yeah. But why don't I pick this guy first? Uh, Ty Tabor. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay. If, if you know his name, then you know he's the guitar player in King's X. Yep. Right. And he sings occasionally. He sang their their number one, their, their highest charting single, ironically, even though Doug does ninety percent of the vocals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their yeah. their hit single was Black Flag, and right. uh, well, no, Doug sang that, but no, Ty sang. Then the Dog Man record that came out after that. I'm going to confuse myself. It doesn't <laughs> but matter. anyway, let's right. talk about Ty. Yeah. Okay. Instead of my terrible memory. <laughs> His, his guitar playing is a uh, uh, an interesting amalgamation of, of all kinds of things, including a lot of really heavy stuff. So yeah, yeah, like metal like, stuff, like yeah. yeah, like heavy bands, like uh, like like Maiden heavy, yeah. right? Like okay, really sure. heavy, right? Yeah. And then really light and, and, and almost acoustic stuff. So. Uh, and he's not a guitar player that I've ever really. Is he the only guitar player in that band? Is yeah. Another player? So 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 King's X is a, uh, and this this is going to be a common theme, that might show up, in podcasts. <laughs> it's a power trio. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. So you get bass, guitar, and drums, and then you get three guys in this particular band. Three guys who can sing and right. sing very well. So so Ty's also a songwriter, like mm-hmm. Robert Smith, right? And occasionally we'll take the lead vocal, but most of it is done by the bass player. Um, but his guitar playing specifically, so we're talking about guitar players. I don't ever hear Ty Tabor talked about, e- even Alex Lifeson from Rush gets a, a, a sidebar. Right. Hey, this guy's great. He played for 50 years. Right. He's amazing. But he's not David Gilmore, right. and he's certainly not Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. And I think he's better than both, but that's right. another conversation. But <laughs> right, anyway. Right. <laughs> Ty Tabor doesn't even get a sidebar. Right. No right. one, yeah, no, he's no kind one of even underground. I, I guarantee you that ninety-nine percent of anybody who even listens to the podcast never heard of his physical name. Yeah. They may know King's X and they yeah. may know that band. Right. They don't know Ty Tabor as yeah. a name brand. Absolutely not. And so that's what I'm talking about. His yeah. guitar playing alone maybe kind of eclipses Alex Lifeson's yeah. technical ability. Right. I mean, he's that good. His his soloing, his his phrasing and his ability to make things be very 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 tight with with the rhythm section now that's an interesting thing yeah. bass players and drummers uh and and as a bass player and drummer myself and and i've known a lot of bass players and drummers and played off of them rhythm sections tend to be loose or tight and mm-hmm. and and but but if you're a bass player or your drummer you're thinking about the bass player or the drum, right, right? Yeah. you're trying to maybe yeah, right. coagulate yeah. that and get that tight right yeah. So here's a band, King's X, where the bass player and the drummer are getting it really tight, yeah. and the guitar player is getting it just as tight. Yeah. That's odd. Yeah. He he is as tight with the drummer as the bass player is. Yeah. It, it's a it's a strange thing. Right. And so it's so tight that it's almost clinical. It's almost right. he's almost, almost like, he's, like he's playing uh, as part of the rhythm yeah. section. Yeah. It, it's almost like a rhythm section, but then it, it it's these incredibly complicated, again, you know pick a king's but x limited, album limited amount of yeah uh knowledge about that stuff yeah. you know I yeah know a couple of the songs off of the dog man yeah, yeah. Record. so so on the dog man record particularly i'm thinking of stuff before that but on that record 
particularly they're they're detuning like below yeah, like, yeah drop it's really D. heavy it's like yeah. drop a right. it's like metal for sure right and so ty uh, i just finished a biography by them that was written by a i, I can't remember the guy's name but it, it was the oral history of king's x I, oh, nice. I literally just finished so he's on my mind i just finished yeah. reading that um and so i i get a lot of informed information about ty too and about some of the tunings that they were doing and things like that but but even just on a very general spectrum his guitar playing deserves to be celebrated oh sure in, yeah. in, for me in the same way that alex lyson from rush does or andy summers from the police does yeah or or even robert smith from the cure like we just yeah. said yeah. these are guys that are absolutely like again it's, it's so common but criminally underrated yeah, yeah. as guitar players alone yeah. ty's a great songwriter he's a, he's a good vocalist i like yeah. his vocal style it's very uh very calm it, it's not doug's raspy voice yeah, like yeah. king's actually you know the differences between the two guys but but his guitar playing his actual playing what he does is like is is at a level that needs to be yeah appreciated, i have to dig into it a little bit i've never really got studied dissected band, you know, but you'd, you'd be absolutely emotionally disgusted by a few of they're, songs. they're definitely one of those bands that i don't know anything really about yeah. that yeah. he's referenced uh a lot especially within the metal community as you know uh one of those bands that's just always like kind of like deep purple or something where yeah everybody from <clears throat> the black metal guys to the pop hair metal guys yeah. to the power metal guys to the death metal guys they yeah. all go a king's x right yeah, yeah. the yeah, thrash metal guys they all love it when and i was reading the biography for whatever reason i've never fallen into the pit you know yeah. i have a few friends that are, that are hardcore fans yeah when i was reading the biography it was everybody from like pantera to mick mars yeah yeah, yeah, yeah everybody saying, that's what i mean look we were in motley crew and king's x would come and open yeah. for us and we'd be like destroyed he does yeah. that before that... we went on stage we're like well we can't we can't yeah. follow those guys they're, the, they're uh, ridiculous that yeah. show i was telling you guys about metal head to head yeah they have an episode with doug pinnick and david elson from megadeth, megadeth yeah. and he's going off about it yeah you know, like the, how awesome doug pinnick is yeah the the, the song i would i would i would say that would most epitomize uh you know ty's ridiculousness is lost in germany okay so to, that that's a song if you listen to that immediately yeah. from from probably the intro till the chorus yeah there's got to be at least like 25 different you know chord changes huh. oh, it okay. sounds way more fluid than it yeah. is and same with human behavior that's a song All off right. of dog man okay. that, i'm that, gonna definitely that's another yeah reason that, to that song sounds there. like it's probably just you know root chords right and yep. he's just but but when you listen to it you realize he's doing all these different changes yeah if yeah. you really concentrate on the guitar and i think that's a, a big piece about uh uh, Robert Smith. The yeah. If you really concentrate on the guitar, not just the song in general from The Cure, yeah. you realize there's a lot going on in that guitar work. Yeah. It's the same with Ty yeah. King's X. There's a lot going on in that guitar. Yeah. It sound, maybe sounds too smooth and too yeah. much part of the song, but if you just concentrate on him for a while, yeah, yeah. Like, wow, that's, I think that's, it's blowing my mind. Yeah. When people sing sometimes or they do something else, that's what people are focused on. They're not focused on anything else. Yeah. You're right. So, Yeah, well, that's awesome because I keep wanting to dig into that. Somebody, yeah, same here. Somebody from, um, I forget what band it was, but it was a band that was many, many times their uh, stature, if you will. Right. Some giant band. And, yeah. uh, you know, I forget who it was, was just mentioned it like the other day in some interview from Vakken or something about right. King's X. And yeah. 
they're one of those bands that yeah. people go ape shit over. And, and never mind Ty Tabor being an unsung guitarist. The, the band itself, yeah. people like whatever. I, I'm I, familiar we, with the stuff I know, and that's you it. You may know a song or two. That's it, yeah. if you're lucky. So what do you got, Brian? I'm going to go up next with Jim Babjack. Oh, that's the a... Smithereens. I, I, have to, I have to leave the room for a minute. I'll be right back. Yeah, um, I'm leaving the room. He's a... Uh, that's a great call. Oh, yeah. He is something else. Yeah. And... Yeah. and you know, well, one guitar band. Yeah. Which is always, uh, it always amazes me as a neophyte hobby guitarist. Right. It always amazes me the dudes that run in a one. I mean, double guitar bands are awesome too. I'm a huge Priest fan. Yeah. Right. But when there's only one guitar, what that dude has to carry. Yeah. And when it, Jimmy Babjack from the Smithereens carries it like he's not even paying attention to it. It's yeah. so. One of the best rock and roll guitar players I've ever heard in my yeah. life. Like, he's yeah. one of those guys to me, much like uh, I would put him on the same level as. Uh... Can you give me some of that? Yeah, that one's fine. Um, I would put him on the level with, you know, who? Who would you say, guy? Jim Babjack. I, yeah, I, you know, I came he's... back into the room after a brief moment of passing <laughs> out because the Smithereens is one of those bands that. That snuck up on me, and, and absolutely one hundred percent because of Brian's interest. One yeah. of the best he, bands of all he time. He quote unquote found them first. Yeah, less records, less longevity. Yeah. As good of a rock and roll band as ACDC. Period. Yeah. I mean, they, they're when it comes to rock and roll, it, it, it's I can't even. This is one of those moments. I want to light yeah. the house on fire. Yeah, they're, they're one of those bands out, that you know. I I. I they, they snuck up on me. They're because... so good. And at every one of the four corners of it is amazing. They're all like virtuosos at their part. Yeah. But Jimmy, uh, it has always amazed me when you hear some of those songs that he's not one of those fucking dudes. Right. And he has to be because those riffs are actually timeless and classic. Even though there's plenty of people, the majority of people wouldn't know any of them. Yeah. But, but the, they're uh, as timeless and classic and it is. The Blood and Roses solo. Right. You know, oh my god, yeah, right. he's got absolutely uh, unique style. What, yeah. Absolutely, it, know it's him immediately. The Smithereens is one of those bands that they pull a lot from their history, yeah. So, and they would tell you so, yeah. They love, they love the 50s and 60s, they grew up in that, Motown, they were kids, they yeah. were listening to radio. Every single one of those guys has yeah. his own, um history of listening to the transistor radio yeah. and the songs that they liked yeah but when, when they all came together it was just one of those things and they won those bands magical chemistry right? with these four dudes uh, yeah. that right just eat it up. almost a new england band but at least yeah. an east coast band new, new jersey, jersey band right, right? Yeah. yeah and it came together and and, and did stuff and they just and they, luckily for us historically played a lot in boston yeah, oh, yeah. they know? were a so, band that 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 yeah. that, that that just absolutely distilled everything they liked. Yeah. And that's an interesting kind of um, band, okay? Yeah, yeah. So for Rush, they, they it's a band we talk about a lot. For Rush, they took everything they liked and put it into the pot. Yeah, and they made yeah. this big, you know, like giant stew, yeah, and it was yeah. amazing. Yeah. For, for, Jimmy's... For, for the Smithereens, they yeah. put everything in the stew and said, let's take all this away, yeah. and what's the one or two things we can all agree on? Yeah. And they, they narrowed in on that, and it made this absolutely electrifying i had never music. heard anything like it it, it was yeah. music that when i was a young man i di i didn't like right initially because it was too simple it was too direct it was too forward i didn't like acdc in the beginning right. ne never liked them brian's yeah. for for years as, as my best friend said 
This is a great your, your band. Your best friend doesn't like with, ACDC. With, so you're with, pretty much honor bound to straighten that the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, like this is a band that you have to love yeah. and worship. And I said, I don't yeah. even care. I don't right. even care Jimmy, one second. Jimmy Babs. This was a similar band. But so it took me a while. He he uh, also it should be mentioned too that I feel that way about every single person in this band is on that list on the list of underappreciated yeah. for whatever their instrument is. Mm -hmm. right. Dennis Dyken is without question the best one of the, my favorite right. drummers of all time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, that drum kit right there is actually right now is yeah. tuned to the tom drums on the Smithereens record. Oh, nice. To the same nice. pitches. Um, but yeah, Jimmy, his guitar playing is he's he's kind of like a bunch of everything, you know. It's a, got a blues thing, but it's got a straight rock and roll thing. Yeah. It it's uh, it's got a twangy yep. big text thing, and right? yet, like and a yet, western swing thing, for but sure. it's got a fucking Motown pork chop rhythm thing. Like and fuck the, him, dude. And then he's there's the a best. metal thing, right? Girl, oh, like, it's so heavy. I, yeah, his sound, right? Those. He played those like hollow body Rickenbacker right. guitars, and they. Yeah. Can you imagine any heavy uh, metal, any metal band, any band that was even close to metal doing "Girl Like You," and doing that oh, riff that just destroys it? Yeah. So heavy, right? It, it, it's it's a it's a riff that goes right to your or um, blues before and after. Yeah, you know. I mean, <laughs> right? It, I mean, I mean, it, again, it's a very very simplified, and that that that's not a negative right very simplified band it's it's gone down to what's the core fundamental yeah. is it this chord is it these two chords we'll do that and we'll have and this guy he, sing that some of his chord right. stuff it's too incredible. instead of like the more direct heavy stuff like like house we used to live in it's brilliantly it's simple so, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah but can, can i but say that i mean and, I'm, and that's not disparaging the guy i'm like you have to be a genius to figure out how to distill these yeah. two or three notes or chords to something that's that impactful yeah. because otherwise it would sound just like and there another one everything blown, else. blown yeah. to smithereens the compilation record is, is the record it's oh, stupid it's yeah. 20 it's tracks own, in a row that you know every one of them it's its own album it, yeah. It yeah. Might so that's be an album. that's yeah. my second one that's jim, jim is a great jim, jimmy, jim babjack is a great pick that's that's that should have been on my list i feel embarrassed what do you got uh, I have uh, Andy Summers, and mm. we were oh yeah, about, okay. We were talking Mr. about the police, Mr. Police, yeah. yeah. And we did. It's the one member of the band we weren't actually talking talking about, about right? right? Well, in, as, which has been the case for forty years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always been the member of the band that not yeah. nobody's talking about. Right? Yeah, and he's right. the smart one apparently. Yeah, and I, I feel like yeah, he, he Andy Summers, man, is uh, yeah, you know, I agree. Again, nobody brings it up. They want to talk about you know. The two Jimmys, you know, Jimmy Page and Jimi Hendrix, and yeah, no, nobody ever brings him up, and he's insanely right. awesome. He's, oh, with that, like I would say, daringly angular right. shit that was like very aggressive and weird in this band that the world accepted as yeah, okay, right. which makes no sense. I mean, they're a massive pop band, and he's he's taking all kinds of I'm a fan of his chances. stuff that everybody doesn't like. Too. I'm a like, Mother, I love. Oh, yeah. People, a lot of people hate it. He you seems, know? too, like he was, like, a year ahead of Sting and Stuart Copeland. I think he like, basically kind of is. He is yeah. older yeah. than, than yeah. those guys. Yeah, but, but, but like, musically, but too. But certainly like, musically, like, right, yeah. They were, you know. His, yeah, his, and again, again with the... <clears throat> We should have a thing, like if we should ever syndicate this, if it became like a thing. Yeah. We should have a thing where every time it says like, we have to mention that somebody's a power trio. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It would be in the background like a 
Bing, bing, bing. Power trio. Right, like maybe a sound effect. It's going to come up. Well, because you. Yeah, power trio. Because you mentioned this is going to come up a lot. Right, it is. Another guy who. Ca- listen to some of those songs carries an incredible amount of yeah. what the police is the about song. on one yeah. guitar of the emotion of the song with very little um yeah. aplomb or anything yeah power trio yeah so andy good call yeah i could do a, like an hour solo episode on triumph myself yo yeah power trio Right, talk about the power trios. <laughs> Speaking so, of underrated guitarist Rick Emmett. Yeah, Rick Emmett. Right. Jesus yeah, yeah. So, so in 1983, uh, the, the police were all done. Yeah. And Dave Monaghan saw them. Yeah. I, Ouch. I, I hate that guy. I saw them he, once. He, and you, remember? Then, wait. The machine oh, See, I hate God, you too. Yeah, even more. Yeah. I want to leave my own house. Well, so Dave Monaghan saw them with who? R.E.M., remember? Oh, yeah. 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 So I hate I hate both of you guys. So Christian yeah, and Dave. Yeah, he saw Husker do too. Yeah, I, I hate I, so I, Oh, yeah, my see? God. Jesus. Dave and, Chris, Dave and Christian go right up in my hate list. So they were all done. So I kept going with Andy. And I've kept up oh, with sure. him up until today. Yeah. So I started checking out his uh, there was a new age label called private music yanni okay. was on it yeah uh, among other people yanni yeah. awesome yeah Why my mom was a big new age fan okay. way ahead of the curve yeah and so yeah just, that's how just, i found just out from osmosis i got records from her she'd be buying yanni and stuff like that I'm like, oh, whatever this is kataro yeah right kataro yeah. all of that stuff right Czech, so Czechfield. so a lot of that stuff came from her right uh, uh manheim steamroller manheim steamroller yeah, yeah totally right? right um and uh Shadow Facts. Shadow Facts, Night Noise. Yeah, nice. Right? <laughs> William Ackerman. Dude, how fucking crazy. It doesn't even make sense that we can have two people in a room that can just start a conversation <laughs> about New Age records. Right. Windham Hill. What the fuck and, is wrong with Between us? Windham Hill and Private Music alone, we can American, that's, gram- that's American Gramophone. American Gramophone. There's three God, podcasts that's the worst. right there. Right. We are fucking awful people. We're terrible people. So No fucking wonder we got picked on in school. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's little. What's doubt. up, motherfucker? You know anything about football? Right. Oh, but, but let uh, me explain to you about this Ensignique. Winston. Yeah. Let me, right. let me tell you about this Ensignique pattern on this Checkfield record. Right. What the fuck is? No, what? I I understand it now. See, it I makes, feel so bad right. for my wife. She's right. been done doing yeah. this for 22. No, years. No, it does make sense now. You're like Michael Hedges, or like people are like, I'm gonna punch you in the neck. <laughs> the Turtle Island String Quartet. Right. Yeah. Oh, so That's so so Andy. Back to Andy. Ironically. He he went right to. Didn't he do a new age thing, with um. He had a good record with Fripp, Robert Fripp. Yeah, he's had a bunch of stuff. Yeah, since so the Andy police. Andy and Robert Fripp did I Advance Masked, yeah, which was a great record. record. Yeah. But but he kept up with that. So post Police, he put out his own. His first solo record was X Y Z. Yeah. Um, named after the and this is talk about nerd. Central. Let's see what the fuck. Named after the middle initials that he gave to all his children. Oh, right. So, but and, and he, he sang on that and played guitar on that, and it was marginalized. And he had that 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 Fripp record. <laughs> and, it, yeah. and it was marginalized. It was. It it's was. just part of the procedure at this point. Yeah. And, and and for me, I I'd kind of dropped off the map, but but be, because of my mother's pull of of the new age stuff. I yeah. have a fucking Andy. Summer's new age record. I'm you probably do. You, right and, and private, you so, guys talk about this. Yeah. So on private music, he started releasing records, and he, he his first one with private music, a mysterious barricades. Yeah. He did with uh, David Henschel, who okay. produced uh, Genesis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and most notably the Duke album, okay. which is a really I love that record. Interesting. Yeah. Kind of, you know, uh, it's a very English record, yeah. and, and 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 people who know what that means know what that means, but. Right. Um, 
so so David Henschel and and Andy Summers are working together, and they're making this instrumental music, and it's really interesting. Yeah, it's neat. And so Andy's just struck up this struck this chord with yeah. private music, the label. Oh, nice. And did at least another two or three albums with them. Huh. Um, and I just kept following him. Yeah. You know, so Sting was doing his thing, yeah. right? And as a police fan, I'm like. All right, I'll follow Sting. Yeah, I love nothing like the sun. I yeah. love Dream of the Blue Turtles. Yeah, um, Ten Summoners Tales. I was like, eh, okay. And he started to lose me a little bit, but at first I was like, okay, I'm a, I'm, I'm a police fan. Right. Stewart wasn't doing really anything, right. so I'm like, okay, I'll follow these guys. Yeah. But a, as I learned more about Andy, the guitar player, because there was no vo there were no vocals on any of these records, right. and I'm like, he's going and going and going and going. And then eventually he's playing with people like Greg Bissonette and, right. and, and jazz guys. Huh. He's doing, uh, when he left private music, he's on to jazz labels and yeah. stuff like that. And and up until just a, like a year or so ago, not even, his new album Tribal Luminescence came out. Right. And I was following him on social media and and watched his album premiere. And, and that's a really great record too. So yeah. so. I've actually had more of an Andy Summers career yeah, as a music police. fan than a, than a police career yeah, that's because crazy. because I learned about the police when they were halfway into it. Right. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm more of an Andy Summers <clears throat> fan than I am a police fan, right. which is yeah, ironic. Right. But but his instrumental music is I, I, anybody who is interested in instrumental music at all, anything that's just you know ambient, environmental, yeah. right? Yeah. Andy's got like at least ten albums that oh, wow. you're gonna you're gonna love. I should have looked. Right. I couldn't yeah. find the Andy Summers record yeah. that I was looking for. It, it might be with the Police. I yeah. have more Andy Summers records than I have Police records. Yeah, I only sure. have one. It's a CD, and I think it's. Fuck, I can't remember. It's like it's something. It's either at least on a New Age label. Yep. And I think it's a New Age record. I think it's like an ambient yeah. record. Yeah, he he did at least two or three with Private Music before he switched over to yeah. jazz labels like Blue Note and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Love Andy Summers. Yeah, nice. definitely agree. You're up. Me? Oh, yeah. well, that was... The thing, is that the direction? <coughs> I, I really sure. wanted to I talk about so. Andy Summers more. Yeah, right, well... <laughs> yeah, we yeah. Um, I, I wrote a list, but these guys are all just way too deep. <laughs> oh, please. And no, that that sounds totally pretentious. So like, pretentious. Like, like, these are too deep for your podcast. <laughs> well, let, Your ways are too esoteric for us plebeians. Do you want me to test what you? you know, I'll, I'll give you their, their, their names and you, you'll have no idea. Kazumi Watanabe. Oh, I love him. See? Terrific. Right. But but you do know him, and I know Absolutely. you know him because, oh, yeah. because uh, I've long you're been... you familiar with him? No, no, no. no. You've um, suffered long with my fandom of Kazumi. Well, I, that's obviously how I even yeah, know what it is. Yeah. He, uh... Yeah, I mean he's uh, I, I, you know he I don't know who to put him with in terms of uh, what if somebody said well what's it like yeah. I don't even know what to say. Yeah. Um, he's a fusion guy. Yeah, for the oh, most so part. he's he's like a fusion guy, but it's kind of the modern end of fusion, not the seventies, not the Mahavishnu part right. of like right. the, the the not I want to say psychedelic, yeah, but not so, the that fusion, not right. the groovy fusion, right? Yeah. He, even it's though cleaner. Yeah, even though Kazumi starts in the seventies when, when those guys he do does, start. He does, but he has a different Yeah. He's it, got a really his perspective and outlook, his, yeah, his yeah, output. It's very, very, very modern, I would very call modern, it. Very yeah. uh, uh a lot like people would think about Japanese music in the seventies anyway. Right. He'd be like, Well, yeah, like like uh Ryuchi Sakamoto, mm -hmm. Yellow Magic Orchestra. You're yeah. like, well, they're doing you know, 
absolutely mind-bending stuff. Right. They're they're ahead of the curve by like ten years, yeah. and they're doing this stuff. Nobody's going to accept it. It's going to go under the radar. But ten years later, right. everybody's going, oh, that was great. Yeah, yeah. So Kazumi's here in the '70s doing stuff that's beyond. Right. And I don't. I, I put that in gentle quotes. Yeah. Beyond Mahavishnu Orchestra. Right. But, but not really, right, you know. Right. But 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 technically, well, he just took right. it to uh, moved he's, it. Yeah, he's right. he's moving it right, yeah. which so, you don't expect when you hear something like yeah. Birds of Fire. You're like, that's the right. end of that's that. It. And then this guy goes, no, we can take what that is. Yeah, it isn't making it better, but there's another next evolution of what fusion could be. Yeah, right. it's a new newer approach to it. Right, so, it very. Uh, I lo always loved uh, the records. I I have a couple of them. I have. Um, that that are the production is insane on the records the way they're produced right. is very very clean kazumi and... showed up to me i was at my friend steve walsh's house um he was the um uh, a friend of mine that i knew through church mm -hmm. uh, through my parents right so we didn't live in the same neighborhood right but but i knew him through that experience yeah. so it was not really the best friend or school friend right um so but every now and then we'd go over to each other's house yeah. and and hang out and his dad was it was a technology guy mm -hmm. uh he loved tech high-tech stuff so he had a laser disc player and mm -hmm. i i'd never seen anything like we didn't even have a vcr at that point yeah but his, right but his dad has had a uh, laser disc player and uh they were watching this Kazumi Watanabe laser disc. Huh. You know, it was this 1984. Which is such a bizarre choice yeah. for them to have. Yeah. yeah. Well, so one of the reasons that they had it was because the drummer in the band at the time was Bill Bruford from oh, Yes, okay. yeah. and Jeff Berlin was playing bass. Oh, so it was a. Oh, all right. Should we should we have the the noise? Power trio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. There it is again. Jeff Berlin, Bill yeah. Bruford, Kazumi Watanabe. Yeah. And and as a as a as a very young Yes fan, yeah. and my friend Steve as a bass player, and he was in our band, and yeah. me and my brother and Steve had a band, right? We're Yes fans, and so we're watching this, and we're going, "This guy is really yeah. wow! This yeah, this, yeah. this this tiny little five foot Japanese yeah. guy is playing these Steinberger headless guitars, and yeah. he's just shredding, yeah. Yeah. like like." Andy Van Halen has yeah. nothing on this yeah. Tony McAlpine. And shit. nobody yeah. knows about it because right. we're watching it on a laser disc and nobody's ever going to see it, right? So that that perked me up. I was eight, I don't yeah. know, 14, 15 years old, and so I became a fan. And then he released an album, uh, another album with Bill Bruford, Spice of Life okay. 2. Mm -hmm. And they involved a, uh, a keyboard player on that one, so it was a four-piece. Right. Uh, and, and that is absolutely the, the apex for me, for Kazumi. Right. But that's not where he begins, right. and it's not where he ends. Yeah. He's he's, yeah, he's way insane. he he's incredible before that, and incredible much after that. Oh, he nice. did a and he did a series of recordings with with guys just on uh, called Asian Guitar Trio with yeah. a, with a couple of guys just on acoustic guitars, yeah. and, and it blew my mind. Huh. And then earlier, as I explored his early '70s stuff, yeah. I'm like, oh, he goes back before hooking up with Jeff Berlin yeah. or, or or Bill Bruford from Yes. He's almost basically completely it, it's unknown. Incredible I've, I've stuff, hardly ever right. ran into anybody who even knew who he was, which is insane yeah. because yeah. he's so good. It's amazing that nobody knows who he is. It, it, some, some of his, uh, there's a song, I'm going to refer to my notes here just to be uh, um, uh, exact. There's a song that he does called Rain mm -hmm. um, that's 
it's basically a five minute guitar solo right. with, with the keyboards and drums and bass in the background yeah but it, it builds and builds and builds and every time it gets to another apex you're like well that's a great place to stop yeah right any other guitar player any other song would stop right there you'd be like that's a nice place to top out on yeah. and he builds up from there again and the whole yeah, song yeah, yeah, goes yeah. up and awesome. up and up and up. it never goes down uh, it just and keeps it keeps eclipsing itself and it it's just one of those incredible moments you're like really are you really going to bring this up higher and higher and higher it's like yeah I'm never going to stop oh. um, and, and then some of it again as I, as I was a fan of his and went back yeah. you know into the right, 70s right. stuff which is awesome I found other songs that were like that like there's a song what's called the, Splash what's that, the one that um, is there's two volumes there's, it's one and two yeah it's Spice of Life no that, no oh it is Spice of Life yeah, with the Bill lobster Bruford, right yeah no but there's two. another one Mayo there's uh, Mao. Yeah, there, there's uh, Mobo Club One. That's and two. it. Mobo yeah. One and Two. Yeah, those. It's crazy that nobody knows who he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a phenomenal really guitar player. If you like yeah. guitar playing, if you like fusion, jazz fusion, definitely. Yeah. Uh, if you're a fan of that, Kazumi's. You either know who he is, right. or once you hear him, you'll be like, "How did I not know right. about this guy?" Yeah, he's one of those guys. Nice. Yep. What do you it's, got, Brian? I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna bring Tommy Victor to the table. Wow. Oh, nice. Wow, Tommy Victor. Tommy Victor. Yeah, and prong. Prong. Yeah, and the, not Danzig. Yeah. You know. Did he um, play with Danzig? Danzig. Yeah, for years. I had no idea. With Danzig. Yeah. yeah. See, um, I only know of Tommy with Prong. I, that, that's okay, my sure. only yeah, exposure yeah, yeah. with him. Um, and right. He's incredible. Well, that's my point. Right. 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 So. Uh, and also just what a bizarre range of tones to choose that doesn't ever sound like anybody else yeah, except right. for the this cold machine thing. Yeah. You know, and the the ones people hate, like like snappy fingers, snappy neck, that yeah. you know, they got successful enough that everybody got mad about it. Yeah. Fucking guitar tone is brutal. Oh, yeah. That riff yeah. is evil. Yeah. That awesome. And and Definitely not a guy that ever comes up ever when anybody's talking about guitar yeah. guys. Yeah, I don't they, think they pulled in all sorts of crazy influences. From oh yeah, Killing Joke. And, and, yep. Well, definitely they Killing shared, Joke for yeah. sure. And yeah. then they had that whole weird relationship with Killing Joke. They were sharing members. Oh, and, were they? Oh, okay. yeah. We saw Ted Parsons play for with Killing oh, Joke. Yeah, that's and right. And yeah. also we saw Raven play with, play with Prong. Prong. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was right. a weird trade-off. Yeah. Which, which if, you're, if you're familiar with either of those bands or both, it makes yeah. complete sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it does sense. make sense. Um, I mean... But, but he's, I think, underrated, man, as a... As a I absolutely confess, like, I'm a huge fan. The last couple Prong records I've out, I've been yeah, yeah. like, no, I can't do yeah. it. It Brian, just isn't what, working for me. what was the me. first Prong record that you really liked that you used to play? I mean... Force-fed. Brian and I were... We're, we're friends you since the time record? we were, we're yeah, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. like 1974, yeah. since we were four years old. Yeah. But I remember driving in and around Nashua, which which is where Brian was living at the time, and you had a prong record. Yep. That oh, that to, one, the first one I ever played oh, for uh, you? On cassette. Uh, Primitive, or Primitive yeah. Origins. Primitive yeah, um, Origins is the white one, and then yeah. Force, Force Fed is the Force Fed, okay, yeah. Freezer Burn and yeah. all that shit. And then the ones that you started to, like, go, oh, maybe... Were, were, were like prove you wrong right and beg to differ right yeah. but it was before that that you'd started with prong oh yeah <laughs> way back you're like we're, we're gonna drive up to the mall or we're gonna go yeah. to this place but i'm gonna play this prong record for yeah. you yeah. yeah and it was you just on the tape player all the time yeah, yeah. look up at the sun right right <laughs> and even if i wasn't responding in between the uh what american and then, standard and the husker du tapes yeah, right between yeah. he's like i'm gonna play this prong tape, right yeah. yeah we're gonna put yeah. brave noise in right? again 
Yeah. And um, it was indoctrination in some ways, because yeah. And, and yeah. In, a good, in a good way, because there were things that didn't, never took, yeah. and things that did. But but yeah. that was and one of those bands that was hard fought. Yeah. He 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 fought for them from day it one. Took a while, but then later they started yeah. to get as they got more industrial and all that. You started to be more. Oh, all right, I can see where that's going. Yeah. Like when by the time it was cleansing, yeah, you know, right. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, right, this always, weird killing joke and ministry thing. Always like, a tremendous I'm, I'm band. Now getting it, and you're like, yeah. yeah, they're going away from what they were. Always that's a tremendous okay. band right. live. Always fun oh, to yeah. see, yeah. and and I think Tommy's underrated as a. Probably in yeah, a number of ways, player, as a songwriter, as a, as a singer, player, right. as a guitar player, absolutely. Right, yeah. He's absolutely shaped the bizarre, uncomfortable, emotional fucking paradox that is that band. Yeah, it just yeah. is its own yeah. thing. And, I, yeah, I never thought really, of that band as a separate guitar player either. Exactly, so, right, right. That's what I mean. And yeah. he's the singer, and he's the... The front man, and he's the vocalist, and he's the but he's shaping that the sound. mouth. Yeah, he's shaping that. But sound. he's also right. that yeah. sound. Yeah. He's the Fogarty of that band yeah. for sure. Yeah. The Fogarty of that band. Yeah. And at many points in their career, power trio. <laughs> right. So that's we, yeah. we, we, we got to have one of those. You know, like monster, monster, monster. Yeah, trunks, yeah, trunks, trunks. I get one of those plastic power. microphones yeah. with the trio, string trio, inside trio. of it. You know those I'm ones. Gonna, I'm gonna try to make that up. Good. That would be it, good. We can we can edit all of this out. Yeah. yeah put it in yeah. that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The the, the Who's tag up? the tagline. That's Christian. So I'm gonna go local. Ooh. Uh, Craig Silverman. Yeah. Wow. Undeniable. Like a like a just. Yeah, wow. monster. Just an like, absolute monster. Yeah, like, I would say yeah. that uh, he's again in in you know, immediately. It's you know, oh, it's Craig Silverman. Yeah, right? yeah. And that's been true for me with whatever whoever he's played with. Yeah, yeah. The the obvious. Uh, what do you you know? Full disclosure. I'm biased as a fan. Yeah. It's only Living Witness records are completely above reproach. Some yeah, of the yeah. best records oh, yeah. that have ever come out of the city of Boston. Yeah. yeah. And those riffs are. Yeah. Massive. They make you want to smash every. Oh yeah, they make me want to flip song. around yeah. and fucking smash everything to pieces, light my own head yeah. on fire, all that right. shit. Yeah. Yeah. You oh, play. Uh, the, the, play the December. First, yeah. Ouch. For anybody, and that and that influenced tons of. Absolutely. Bands, oh like yeah. That, that I mean, band in general. Well, you know, um, at the time, I remember at the time, the thing about that sound was that it was, uh, was it was it metal, or is it hardcore? I, yeah, yeah, it was. Right. It, and it, is it straddling the line? It it's not even line. that. It's more. You, I, I've been in arguments with, or or not been in arguments, but seen people arguing over it, like firmly believe both sides of the story. Yeah, that's yeah. a metal band. No, it's yeah. a hardcore band. Yeah. And he played all those riffs yeah, that yeah. are both of those things simultaneously yeah, in yeah. such an amazing way. That's yeah, yeah. It's above then, reproach. What a, and a tone, what a sound. Yeah, you know, yeah, awesome, awesome, and then awesome. He, he's not playing with them anymore as as of recently, but he, he was with slap. He was touring with Slapshot, right? Slapshot and, and Agnostic, Agnostic Front. 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 Who I, is he still with those guys? Yeah, he's, I think he's, I he's thought just he was. Doing Agnostic yeah. Front yeah. now, yeah. and those are two of the biggest. Hardcore bands in the world right. that are still yeah, yeah relevant and playing just straight up hardcore music and he, right. I'm a huge Slapshot fan. Oh sure, yeah. So he's he was he did the last two records with them, and uh, it's like some of the best stuff they've they've done. Like the record they put out like a year ago. Yeah, he's I is ridiculous. I, yeah, I absolutely have to say that and underrated in the sense of yeah, and he's of of the fact that. Nobody knows, like, I don't know, with hardcore and stuff and metal, it, 
sometimes different because at that level, at the local level where we where those guys were, right. meaning yeah. they were fa hugely famous yeah. here. Right. But you know, it's hard to spread the guy's name as a guitar player if right. you never heard it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a smaller thing. So yeah. in the big big picture, yeah. put it this way: I think anybody who never heard Witness that hears it now. I can't imagine they wouldn't immediately go, oh my God, listen right. to that guitar yeah, player. Yeah, yeah, you play someone promo. Immediately, form, the, very the, that starts. the opening of promodal form, that yeah. riff is so huge and yeah. iconic and amazing. And yeah. I think like VOA. Yeah, he's got another uh, good band. Uh, VTA, right sorry. Called uh, American War Machine. That's just I haven't straight, heard that. Yeah, it's just like straight up old school yeah. hardcore. And it's really it's cool. Basically, slap shot with. A different singer. Really cool choice of like a tone to use. Yeah, like yeah. Deciding what sound his, yeah. he would make. Yeah. Good awesome. Player. Yeah. Good player. There, there's a couple dozen Just songs hard. that are only Living Witness songs that Craig plays on that I know intimately. Yeah. And with with barely uh, a, a sidestep, every single one of those is unique. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, right. Like, like, like Brian, like you were talking about Freak with, Jim, law. With, with Jim Babjack. Right? Ouch. With Jim Babjack from Smithereens. Yeah, right? yeah. You're like you're creating these sounds, these riffs, but you've got the sound that you're creating. You're bringing it to the studio. You're talking to the producer. You're, you know, you're getting that sound. Um, but you're a guitar player. You're, you're creating. Here, here's here's these tones. Here's these notes. Here's what's going on. Yeah. You know, Jim Babjack brought that to the Smithereens, and and Craig brought that absolutely. Yeah. I mean, my biggest exposure to Craig is is, is Witness, Only yeah. Living Witness. Sure, yeah. of course, yeah, yeah, me and, too. And, and 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 some of those songs are the most, again, put it in air quotes, important songs in my life. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Deeds, and then... Deeds Pride. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that that's a song. Knew, knew I, her gone. That's a song I can't ever be without. Yeah, the and, and, I love and, the lyrics of that one. Right, yeah. and, 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 and a magic part of that is, is Craig's sound yeah. and what he plays. Oh, yeah, he's Never the mind the lyrics, the, yeah. the drums, the bass, the production, everything. Only Living Witness is its own podcast. Yeah, but, yeah. But, yeah but, it is, for but, sure. But if we're going to talk about Craig himself, his sound and what he decides to nice. play yeah. is essential to that song regardless of whatever else is played on it yeah. i don't care uh, yeah, if it's yeah. the crappiest drums and the crappiest vocals and the crappiest bass that that guitar and what he the sound he picks and what he decides to play overrides every everything like that, that's, they, they that's are very, he is, it is the song it's an important it, it's it's super important that's all that. about the, but then again, everything else on top of it makes it even, well and plus like every, right that's, that's, that's why that's a podcast yeah, right, yeah yeah because i could because go on like, forever and but the lyrics, yeah, though, great choice are, because yeah. Right. I definitely feel Our like massive, that's a guy right. that has, can. More people definitely need to know about that. Yeah, about Craig. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Who do you got, guy? Oh man, I, I got a bunch of nobodies. Come on now, come correct, mm. Kazumi, right? But that was the point, right? A bunch yeah, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. A that's bunch the of point. people yeah. who we like get to celebrate. Yeah. And uh, who do I want to talk about? Ah, uh, wow. This is a terrible list. Well, I, I don't mean that. <laughs> Any guitar player who's listening to this, really, I'm on the terrible list. Like, yeah. Well, no, but <laughs> right, right. No, we're so, championing these people, so I think they would be all right with it. So, if I said Julian Swales, 
I would have no idea who that was. Neither one of you guys would have any nope. idea who I was talking about. Nope. But if I said Kitchens of Distinction. Yeah, okay. I know the. You might. Uh, you know, vaguely. Yeah, vaguely know an 80s, 90s band, and that would be it. Okay. Um, I mean, can, you know, can, I can know we, it from you. So, so Yeah, so let's dodge, in, dodge it in right now. Yeah. Power Trio. Okay, yeah. Jesus. I mean, this is embarrassing. I. Again, You're not doing it on purpose either. No, it just happens. No, you're like you start but, talking and go. Oh, by the way. So yeah. so hang on. Let me let me check Power this for a second. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Power trio. Power trio. Power trio. Did anybody say power trio when we talked about the police? Was that when it started? Yeah, we did. We, that's we, obvious. I no, think. we said power trio. Yeah. All right. So that's a bunch of power trios. Anyway. Okay. So Julian Swales uh, is a guitar player from uh, a late '80s, early '90s band. From the UK called Kitchens of Distinction. Yeah, I remember um, that record you used to play. That yeah, they 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 yeah they they had a lot of blue records. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I don't mean that. <laughs> I don't mean that in bad way. Um, <clears throat> from from a guitar point of view, and again, that that's where we're like with Robert Smith, right? Everybody knows the Cure, yeah, or at least generally, right? Yeah. And they know his so. voice, yeah, and they know a couple of hit singles, right. so they could picture the Cure musically in their yeah. mind right kitchen distinction there's nothing there right um, yeah nobody even knows what that nobody is. even knows what that is he's a guitar player that he was one of those guys that in the uh i'd say the late 80s early 90s he probably purchased and owned every single piece of kit that you could possibly buy so any digital delay oh okay chorus all kinds of gear reverb yeah. effect player he was the kind of guy who had 900 pedals or, or a, and oh, okay. a, a, a seven foot tall rack mount Display rolling rack every... behind him. He was going to employ every piece of uh, artificial technology technology yeah. that he could to, to make that guitar speak for him in a three piece where yeah. the bass player was singing and playing bass and there was a drummer. And he had to fill in the rest. Right. Yeah. So, um, in a lot of ways, he started out doing very straight ahead, you know, guitar stuff with 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 effects, pedals, chorus, delay, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But but in a couple of years, he was doing stuff that was. Um, here's another guy who's on my list who I'm not going to talk about, but I'm going to bring him up tangentially. Robin Guthrie. Uh, from, oh, yeah, the, from the Cocteau Twins, yeah. right? He was going to be on mine. Right? Yeah. So a guy with a lot of effects and yeah. a lot of production behind mm -hmm. what he does. Yeah. But a lot of that, you're like, well, despite all that effect and pr production, Still. what an amazing sound oh, and, yeah. and an yeah, ambience. Yeah. Yeah. So Julian is one of those guys from Kitchen. He's producing an ambience that's just elevating these three, four, five-minute pop songs into these elegiac giant cinema scope songs when they should just be these little pop songs right 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 and and so you're sure as a as a young fan i was i was dating a girl at the time and i remember we were somewhere in chelmsford massachusetts and we were hanging out at a music store and she went in to do something i was hanging out in the car i was listening to college radio yeah. and they they played a song called prize by Kitchens of Distinction. And I'd never heard anything like it. I'm yeah. like, this is amazing. Wow, what a great song. And so when my girlfriend came back into the car, I said, listen to this. Yeah. And she's like, okay. I said, shh. I shushed her. 
which is a big no-no. But <laughs> when you're young, you don't know yeah, any yeah. better. So you're like, you shush your girlfriend. <laughs> Mistake. Right. Right? And, and I said, listen to this. And she listened to it. And I said, how amazing. She said, yeah, that was great. That's awesome. So to her credit, she went to the record store the next day and bought the, the only Kitchens of Distinction right. album they had, which was not that record. Yeah. Which was the subsequent record. Right. And I said, well, this doesn't have that song on it, so way to fail. Again, <laughs> strike number two right. for me yeah. with the girlfriend, right? Yeah. This was not going to last. But to her credit, that album became way better than the, yeah, that, that single. Heard, I'm right. like, this, this album is even better than that. Nice. I couldn't believe the stuff that was going on. Yeah. It was this weird, like, uh, again, Andy Summers, right, from The yeah. Police, right? Some of his ambient stuff, but, but some of the edge, right? Uh, from you too, yeah. his his, oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his his ambient kind of Brian Eno, Daniel yeah. Lanois, you know, stuff, but 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 with an edge, right? With all this like energy. Okay. So you're like, well, it's ambient music, but but we're, we're we've got testosterone in in it. It's strange. What a weird right. mix. And again, as a power trio and as a fan of Rush from long ago, I'm like, I like a guitar-based drums band that can. Do it all right. and can bring all this stuff with no keyboards, yeah. no yeah, right. fill in that mid range yeah. or anything. It's so, all just right live, yeah. kind of. So they kept going a couple albums later, and and they're starting to do eight and nine minute long songs. I'm like, you guys are getting into my sweet yeah. spot. <laughs> they're starting to do rush length songs, right? And, and, right. And, right. right. That's the the measuring to yeah, rush length. Sure. Right. I'm like, oh, it's not hey, King Crimson or Genesis. Right. These are definitely rush, rush length. Right. Everything's yeah. right rated nine that minutes. rated that way. Yeah. Right. If it's nine, nine minutes, minutes twenty one seconds. You're legit. After that, you're into yeah. So 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 yes a, territory. A nice piece of like you know if you take. Robin Guthrie from the Cockney Twins and, and, and The Edge from U2. And a little bit of Andy Summers, you're going to get Julian Swales from the Cockto, uh, Cockto Twins, right? Kitchens. From Kitchens. Kitchens, yeah. And, and you're going to get him in there, and you're going to have all this aggression, but all this ambience, too. And that was just blowing my mind for a while. And he's one of those guys, nobody would even know his name. Yeah. Yeah, I think the one I'm familiar with, I think the album cover is like a Japanese wave painting. That's Strange Free World. That was their second record. Yeah, yeah that's the one and I'm it's, like and familiar it's, with. Yeah. It's the one. It's a great record. It's yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah, I love that. For sure. Yep. Yeah, so Julian, he's on my list. Nice. All right. What do you got, Brian? I'm going to go with Jordy Walker from Killing Joke. Okay. It's funny that you mentioned Jordy, yeah. Really? Why is that? Well, just, just because of all the things that we've been talking about, especially with Prong and stuff like that. Oh, and okay, crossover, right. Jordy's going to come in. I mean... He's an uncelebrated guitar player for sure. That's and, what I'm and, saying, and, and he's he is, fucking brilliant. Yeah. I, I mean, for me, as far as stuff that's on the heavier spectrum, he's yep. a, he's as a, as important, if you will, as Craig Silverman is yeah. to me. You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. And and what I love too about him that that should be celebrated is the range between that stuff that's so heavy yeah. that it's terrifying, right? To ambient emotionscapes of brilliant uh it's it's funny we seem to be talking about i mean everywhere in right? between from these claustrophobic dark frightening yeah. places <laughs> like like psych right all the way to the soaring parts of brighter than a thousand suns yeah. where it's open and free and right, right. gorgeous you know i mean and also but also nighttime and uh 
80s, you know? I mean, yeah. well, come on, or, Jesus, or, wow. Or, or think about the, the, the cross-section of music that Jordy's got to traverse. And I'm a hardcore Killing Joke fan, so yeah. I'll make I'll make no bones about that. Actually, yeah, I'm wearing and, a and T-shirt right now. And that's because of you, Brian. It's funny. Uh, there's no reason I know Killing Joke other other than you. Well, but you know. but but uh, New Cold War, you know that? Yeah, song, yeah, of course, right? sure. Yeah. That may be from Absolute Descent or even further is it on. Pylon, maybe? That that is one of those songs that Jordy's guitar specifically identifies Killing Joke in its entirety. It doesn't matter who else is on that song. That guitar line oh, right. of New Cold War is I would is, argue, is killing joke. And I would argue that that's what's crazy about that is it's true of a number of things. It's true of a, of also of Pandemonium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Pandemonium is absolutely is a monster, and, and it's all about that swirling Middle Eastern guitar thing that sounds like eighteen fucking guys <laughs> playing guitars in the bottom of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> and no. what? Yeah, now, he's Brian, insane. We, we, he's absolutely the... maddening, and you know his his Morrissey like demeanor of being absolutely unaffected by the environment in any way, yeah. and being yeah. so. Well, I suppose I'll play this devastating riff now, right? <laughs> and and just watch this dude lay waste to a nightclub with while he's thinking about lighting another cigarette. Yeah, oh, it's incredible. Yeah, what a yeah we we mystery to me. One of the players that's, this is interesting, I don't know if you guys ever see this being like real guitar players. One of the players that I can stare at him with my own two eyes while he's doing it, yeah. still have no idea what he's doing. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I have no idea why it sounds yeah, that way. Right, right. What, what is fucking in, happening right yeah. now? Both like, Brian and I have been in the room with Killing Joke uh, many A number times. of times, yeah. yeah. And, and watched Jordy specifically start songs. Yeah play his guitar riffs on that that giant Gibson, Gibson. that he's got the hollow body um, yeah semi hollow body is is just it, it shouldn't make sense right right but it does and we, we stared at him and said okay we're going to stand here almost with like our arms crossed yeah almost and, and, almost in a spiteful way right almost in defiance and say there's no way he can pull this off yeah. and then we're going to watch it happen and unfold yeah. and, and it does so in a one guitar band yeah right Right, he's. Right. I will say this: bigger sounding than any other guitarist I can think of on in the on the planet. Yeah, he sounds like eight guitar players. Right, he's insane. It, it, it's an incredible piece of work that, that yeah that he is and that he does. Yeah. And you know what? Nobody, nobody fucking has any idea who he is. Right. Nobody knows. Yeah, him. And, and the name Jordy Walker, just right. like Julian Swales or Kazumi Watanabe or Robin <laughs> Guthrie. But you know, I yeah. think right. even Andy Summers to a certain extent, yeah, yeah. right? I yeah. feel like he's yeah. a guy that if if guitar players as guitar players, not as fans of this that or the other genre, yeah. as a guitar player if you love the instrument of the guitar and you can separate the fact that whatever Killing Joke music record you might hear is not what you're into. Maybe you're a country guy. Maybe you're a jam band guy. Right, maybe, right. Yeah. And you just are able to give it 30 seconds to focus on this guitar player. It's impossible for me to believe that you would not immediately right. go, this fucking dude this rules. Crazy. Right, this guy's a genius. Uh, jazz, the best quote ever. He's like, Jordy... Walker strikes fear into the hearts of guitar players everywhere because as soon as the first note rings out, you know for an absolute fucking fact that it can be nobody else but Jordy Walker. Yeah. Right. And he is... I can't believe he's not a fucking giant guitar icon. I really can't. But yeah. yet, nobody knows. Right. Yeah. 
Mark Rabot. Yes. Oh, with him. Uh, R I B O T. Mark yeah. Rabot. Yeah. Yes. Um, with like uh, John Zorn. Yep. Um, he's got. I've got him with. Um, fuck, man. Definitely on a comp with. Uh, you know, it's like that elements composition um, yeah. of elements of composition. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's interesting. I never thought of him until right yeah. now when you yeah. mentioned it. He, he's I one think. of my favorites, and he he played with Tom Waits. Okay, yeah, like yeah, yeah. His most famous gig, I guess. He's played, like, the song, uh, Chalky Full of Bourbon. That's, like, his playing on that, the Rain Dogs album. And then uh, did stuff with, like, Elvis Costello did yep. a, a covers record he, he plays on there. He's been like, a sideman a lot. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's a, he has a Cuban band called the Prosthetic Cubans. <laughs> That's just amazing and he's just very, yeah no uh, i'm not i'm he familiar can dip into all sorts of worlds right i'm familiar story. with him from being on a liner note of some record yeah. that that he's not the focus yeah, of. yeah. it's this yeah. but yeah i never dug deep but obviously yeah. i should yeah yeah he's cool so i have him and then i guess my last one was just a, another sort of small one is uh don pendleton who played with uh the hardcore band jfa and yeah, wow. That band, like, awesome. Yeah, of he can switch from like hardcore to like surf music, right? Similar yeah. like East Bay Ray, which they, yeah, they yeah. Did, but they did straight up like surf, which was like, kind of what they were. They were to um, skate punk music, basically what the Bad Brains were with the reggae connection. Yeah, yeah, except yeah. instead of reggae, yeah, sometimes they're they a punk band and sometimes yeah, they surf. Throw band. some slick Asian orange. With and as a skateboarder similar. at that time, yeah. you had no choice but yeah, to yeah. love that band. Yeah. He's just like a great player. They were, in fact, like. maybe I would go as far as to say one of the first skate centric bands oh, yeah, that I were. ever was aware of. Yeah, I think they, sure. they definitely were. Yeah. yeah, the record with, I don't remember the name of it, the, the record with the full pipe on the front of it. Yeah, yeah. It's a self titled one. Yeah. Amazing, iconic yeah. album cover. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I came into uh, knowing about those guys from yeah. skate videos. Yeah. Hearing yeah. them in skate videos yeah. and stuff. So. Um, he he put together. He's a really one. talented guy. Yeah, yeah, super. On, on that on that album with the this uh, skate pipe on it, they cover uh, some instrumental, but it's Police Truck by the Dead Kennedys. Right, right. But also uh, uh, Pipeline, like the yep, surf yep, song. that so surf right. tune. So it's called Pipe Truck, and it's it's basically yeah, like yeah. Two sort of layered on top of each other. It's, yep, it's really cool. Yep, that was a terrific record, man. Yeah, it's been a yeah. long time since I heard that. Yeah. And I sold a, my vinyl copy of it that I had from the skateboarding yeah. years to help pay my mortgage <laughs> once when I lost my job. I've yeah. never seen another one. Yeah. So All right, I'll keep my eye I'm out. bumming. If I you see one of those. I have a copy of that one. Do you? Yeah. That's a fucking cool record. It'll show up eventually. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. What do you got? We'll do one more each. All right, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so, so. Just to tie into the, it's certainly an '80s thing. Yeah, um, you guys might have heard of Twenty Four Seven Spies. Oh yeah, yeah. Jimmy sure. Hazel. Jimmy Hazel. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I'm glad. I'm glad you both know his name because yeah, most yeah, people don't. Yeah, he's again. This well, is the theme even, of this podcast is that people don't know the name. Yeah, right. No, yeah, and, yeah. and I agree with Maybe, you 100 percent on right. this one. Yeah, I mean, Living Color is certainly the band that that, that promulgated a, 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 like a funk rock blues fusion yeah. and, and became popular a cult of personality was a song that yeah. yeah and i was a big fan and you're not really that big of a fan i, right? I like living color yeah. but 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 for me Vern they Reed they, they were uh yeah vernon's great so yeah. good yeah He's very different from jimmy but yeah. oh for, very very different yeah, yeah for yeah. me for me living color was like the you know i'm like 
Well, this already happened. It was yeah. called 24-7 Spies, but you guys just didn't recognize that there's still a, there's a band that, here before. Yeah. I thought that, to yeah. be honest, I feel like the main difference for me is I feel like Living Color is more metal. Yeah. They were 24 7 yeah spies. but but the, for, the spies get heavy and it's metal sometimes right. for real but john Connolly's theory right song. i feel yeah. like i feel like Death living style. color yeah. came oh, out yeah. more as a like whereas the spies were well they were they were kind of i got into the spies through the hardcore scene yeah. right not through the metal scene right right so through that's hardcore. you know but i but living color was big at the time with right. well with yeah. at least my crew in the metal thing yeah. it was a yeah. different but Jimmy Hazel, nonetheless, is brilliant. Yeah, J Jimmy's the guitar player for the Spies, and, yeah. and, again, and he the, should the, be in like Parliament. You know? oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he could, yeah. I mean, yeah. their first album has got it's got clean stuff, it's got yeah. reggae stuff. Yeah, oh, he's it's awesome. Got, it's got absolutely metal. It's got hardcore. It's Tango got skin all of that, right? Yeah, right. Spies dope, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I I was awesome. again. I, I'll bring up my friend Steve Walsh. He introduced me to. Gumbo Millennium, which was his yeah. second album, and, and he was into that. And and this kind of either predated or re just just absolutely, you know, was right on top of Living Color. Yeah, yeah. So 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 for bands like that, for metal, funk, reggae, yeah, and, and, and hardcore all coming together, played played by African Americans. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Ab absolutely. Right. You got you get mm. these guys. You're like, they're doing some really interesting stuff, and nobody else is doing it. Yeah. So, Living Color was doing it, yeah. but my friend Steve said, yeah, there's this band called 24-7 Spies. They've been doing it like four years before, right. so check it out. And, and, and so I said, well, I guess I'll check it out. And I, I became enamored of this band. I'm yeah. like, this Dave is, Monaghan brought that to my attention. This is crazy, Spies, you know? Yeah. Right, yeah. So, so, so people like Dave Monaghan, even, even like my friend Brian here, yeah. would say, well, if you like 24-7 Spies, go back even further and go into Bad Brains. Yeah, and, yeah. and I had no, no, no interest, absolutely yeah, no interest. Yeah. I said, I don't want to go back that far. <laughs> uh, the, spies is fine yeah. by me. That's and a very different thing, too, though, to me. I mean, it is. Although it they're both, except you could put them on the same bill. Yeah. yeah. But oh, it is very different. But I wouldn't necessarily it. assume everybody that loved one would love. Right. So no. They both have their own. But, but, but people who heard that I like the spies were absolutely anybody that knew who they were were like you got to know bad brains yeah. and i said i was always astonished that you weren't down with the bad brains just yeah. because i know you're smarter than that like it's impossible to me to believe that you're not like the fucking <laughs> right bad brains. I, I just i wasn't sense. ready for it so so well, at like, the time at the time i had to come up to boil with the spies so right, right i'm like yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I got and and it just blew my mind how great this guitar player was and and so as every time they would play boston i would yeah. go to see them and I talked to Jimmy many times. I, I talked to all the guys in the band. Yeah. Um, they reformed, actually, as their original band for a, a, just a microsecond. Mm -hmm. And, again, my friend Steve Walsh and I, we went to <coughs> see, see them at Local 186, which is yeah. now no longer a, yeah. a, 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 a club in Boston. But way back in the day, I would go see them, and, and I would talk about individual songs. They'd go to Jimmy and say, Hey, what about this song? And he'd be like, "Oh, that's 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 easy to play. Yeah. <laughs> it's this. It's yeah. it's just this riff." And and I talk to the drummer and say, "Hey, how about this?" He's like, "Oh, you know what? I I simplified my drum kit down to three pieces, and yeah. I got I got like a bass drum <laughs> and a floor tom and a snare drum, yeah. and I'm gonna with a double bass pedal, and I'm gonna do all the songs from all the albums." Right. Really? You're gonna? Yeah. I mean, there there was a there was a point in time where I was going to see the Spies so many times that. 
I actually had to tell them, I got to go because I got to work tomorrow. Yeah, and they yeah. were like, no, let's keep talking. Right, right. I yeah. mean, they were that they interested were cool guys, yeah, in yeah. talking about music, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These were musical guys. Nice. So, but 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 Jimmy, for, for sure, every every iteration of the band, whether it was the original band or in, in the, like, 90s, they had... Uh, Jeff Broadnack singing lyric yeah. vocals for them, and, and and Joel Matoza playing drums, huh. and they had a whole totally different band, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And, and it was still awesome. Yeah. And, and I'm like, they're building and building and building. So they're still working today, yeah, right yeah. now, yeah. In 2019. These guys are, are putting out yeah, a new, yeah. out, new record, quality shit too. I'm yeah, sure. I haven't yeah. heard it, but I guarantee it's good. And again, yeah. it's it's this weird amalgamation of of, of of this reggae and this hardcore. Yeah. But then in the middle of all all of that. Is is this? Um, it, it, it's it's metal. It's it's progressive it's rock. Funk. Yeah. It's funk. There's there's a lot of different things going on, and so it, it's a big melting pot. But but Jimmy's one of those guys that because it's such a melting pot, yeah. he, he 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 doesn't get recognized. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. he doesn't focus on one thing. He wasn't right. like some fantastic soloist right, or some right. fantastic rhythm guy. There's too many pieces. But he can live in all these different genres. Yeah, and, and and, yeah, yeah. And, and and he's one of those guys that I, I would feel, I, I feel the same about him as I do about Jim Babjack from the Smithereens or Craig Silverman from Witness. Yeah. A celebrated guy. Yeah, yeah. That that needs to be celebrated. Yeah. That, yeah. that people oh. need to recognize and say, yeah. listen, listen to this guy's records. Just a couple of them. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. and you'll be blown away. Yeah. yeah because even yeah, it's just I think people. You know, you we've we've always known this. People accept whatever music they get, as that's what it is. Sure. You, yeah. they, most people don't care to go digging for anything. Yeah. So whatever it is is what. The, and most people that are fans of a band, like, um, no, I'm not trying to pick on Nickelback because I know how everyone hates Nickelback. Yeah. Right. But if you're a fan of Nickelback, right, you might know every song, every lyric. You sang it at the bar, the whole thing. Yeah. Those are the type of fans that when you say. Oh, Nickelback. You like Nickelback? I'm like, oh my God, it's my favorite fucking band. I got a Nickelback tattoo. Yeah. And you go, who's the bass player? And they're like, I don't know, the guy that plays for Nickelback. <laughs> you know, there's a line where yeah. they don't care that much to go right. digging. That's right. And with guitar players like these guys we're talking about, I think that's part of the thing is the only people that know are people that care enough to go digging, which yeah, is idiots exactly. like can us I, that yeah. Brian, know can, about New Age. Yeah, Brian and sure. Christian, can I ask you a question right yeah, here? Do it. Do you think Joe freak. Perry... From Aerosmith, even gets the respect he should have. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, right? Do you think he gets yes. celebrated as a guitar player? I, I mean, well, I don't know. Yeah. Well, the reason I say yes. Yeah, go ahead. Is I've heard like I'm four a just out right. of coincidence. Yeah, go ahead. I've heard like four different massive players, massive not meaning fame, but how I feel about them. Right, right. Bring him up okay. in okay. interviews That's good. That's in the good. last couple of weeks. Oh, okay. be be because. I I don't hear his name mentioned yeah, yeah. in 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 yeah. guitar player circles. Yeah, for like and, big, and, yeah famous, like right, and he should be. Yeah, he's yeah. like right up there with Jimmy Page. Yeah, right? like I heard Zach yeah. Wild going off about him the other yeah, day. Yeah, and that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Okay, all right. You know about Fair uh, fucking yeah. Father Joe Perry. And, Again, you know, I'm not an Aerosmith fan, so right. I just just put it. It just yeah, occurred um, to me in the. Yeah, there's totally guys. Here, right. That's an interesting. That could, and yet another podcast. Yet another podcast of of you know podcast, guys podcast, that podcast. guys that are recognized, but right. uh, is it enough? Right, not a power right. trio. Power <laughs> trio. Power <laughs> trio. Yeah. Um, what's asinine is how this could 
We we were like, let's pick four, let's pick five. We right. could How we both 19? know we could do this overnight. Right. We could yeah, keep yeah. going. How about nineteen, right? Yeah. yeah. Um so you got the last one. My man. last one. Yeah, I got, what do you got? I got two, but I don't want to drag right, it out. No, so no, the no, first no, one I'm just no, gonna mention is Bring Wolf Wolf Hoffman from Accept. Okay. Wow, that's an interesting pick. Which is because he's like this makes sense. He's like a heavy metal Michael Shanker. Even though Shanker, I would argue, is metal yeah. in Certainly. some way. Right, yeah. He's well, like this. Scorpions, he's right? like this. Yeah. Like a. Um, that's Rudolph Shanker, who's also awesome, yeah. though. Right. Michael uh, for UFO. UFO? Michael Shanker. Oh, Rudolph Shanker is. Is yes, UFO. Yeah, Rudolph, yeah. his brother yeah. is Scorpions. Is Scorpions and, yeah. and then Yuli Roth. Michael, uh, yeah, Yuli John, John Roth, Roth right? That's right. A whole, which is a whole other podcast. Conversation to podcast, right? Of course. Yeah, Wolf Hoffman. I don't think he. I mean, except as one of those, the band doesn't get enough credit. Yeah. Marginalized. Everybody right. knows balls to the wall. I know one song. Know right. That's it. That's all I know. And he is just a phenomenal player, a phenomenal writer, and you know he makes classical guitar records, and people don't yeah. know. They're like balls to the wall, you know. And it's like <laughs> it's a great song, and I love yeah. it. But anyway, so here's my first one, and my second one is Kurt Vanderhoof from mm-hmm. Metal Church. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. Which again, I've been listening to a lot of Metal Church recently. They have a new record out, yeah. which is ass kicking. Record is awesome, and the old vote Mike Howe came back, and yeah. he's this is his second record since he came back. And the riffs, like I can't believe the dude wrote this many amazing riffs, yeah. and yeah. nobody knows what I that know. is. Yeah. He's he's like Tony Iommi level riff master. Like, oh, yeah. are you capable of writing a bad yeah, the, riff? The first record is a. Fucking masterpiece, yeah, right? Gods yeah. of Wrath, yeah, right. Horrible album cover, and it, oh it yeah, but well, but I, right. I love it because of what yeah, it is yeah. now. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. But yeah, every album. yeah, um, the Dark is one of my favorites. What That's a fucking a great, great record. record. Yeah. Yeah. The later stuff, the new stuff that Mike Howe is singing on right now is so. Have you heard any of I it? I haven't. No, I should. Yeah, oh yeah, my god! Yeah. Before you leave tonight, you have to hear some of it okay. because it is, you know, Metal Church, a band with many. Uh, again, weird many eras over yeah. decades, right? And fan bases that only like this part of right. it and only like this part of it. And I've been like, yeah, fuck all you guys. This has been awesome the whole time. Yeah. And I loved, of course, the original vocalist David Wayne. And nothing but respect. Who's yeah. passed away, died. Yeah. And then Mike Howe came and was awesome. Yeah. And then they had Ronnie Monroe, who was awesome. And then Ronnie left, and Kurt Vanderhoof says. If I can't get Mike Howe to come back, I don't feel comfortable having a fourth singer. I'm going to call it a day. So Mike Howe comes back, but now he's fucking, you know, 60 and he looks like your dad. (laughs) As soon as he opened, I was like, this could be embarrassing. He opened his mouth and I was just fucking floored by how amazing this dude's voice still is. But anyway, yeah, he's an absolute riffmeister. If you think of, of, to me, a riff like um, Watch the Children Pray. Yeah. It is as good as fucking smoke on the water. That yeah, riff yeah, is right. awesome, right. awe-inspiringly heavy riff. Yeah, you know, yeah. so those that was my last one. Yeah, nice. I think he needs to be. I think that band needs more attention. But yeah, I definitely. think that, yeah, that sort of as a songwriter, band. as a as a guitar player, which yeah. is what this was supposed to be based right. on. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely Kurt Vanderhoof right for on. sure. Awesome. So that was cool. Yeah, and yeah. like uh, so for the listener out there, if you're following. Uh, this podcast on social media, you know, after we post this, uh, leave a comment, leave, you know, some, uh, people you think, uh, 
fit into this category that you think uh, yeah or i mean i don't know if you can do this with podcasts like they're doing youtube videos leave an idea if you some shit you want us to ramble about yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Or obviously, i would love yeah, to talk we'll, about we'll whatever right up, right. Me, that's right what you want me to talk yeah. about because i got yeah. bags full of records i would kill <laughs> somebody for yeah. that nobody cares about that's right we haven't even got into like wall of voodoo yet or anything all right all right thanks guys awesome peace